Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of... Legends only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm like a bird, I always fly away. Bradley. I would like to fly away to Chromatica. <laughs> I thought we were going to do like Katya and Trixie intros now, but I think only I got the memo on that. So maybe we'll just, uh, we'll circle back with producers and post. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah, you have to look. Did you see the video one. of her eating soap, the soap cookie? If I eated soap, no, I didn't. Yes, I did. No, I didn't see that. Really? Aren't uh, you? Oh, wow, fake fan. Nelly Furtado? No, Katya. <laughs> no. Oh, Katya, yes. I saw that, yes, when they do their Netflix show. No. Yeah. And no, they Nelly the... Furtado <laughs> did not eat soap. Well, we started the rumor. Who started the rumor that Nelly Furtado <laughs> ate soap? don't mean nothing at all to me uh, <laughs> man eater promo but that's not why we're here <laughs> um anyway where would we oh you introduced yourself okay um yes everyone this is your unhinged weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about legends only how are you doing <laughs> clearly well uh <laughs> Uh, better than last week, not better than tomorrow. Uh, not that I know what tomorrow will bring. Um, I feel like I'm uh, out from under and moving swiftly into the great unknown. And also, I have a really good album that's been getting me through it, which I'll talk about later. How about you? Um, I feel like I'm living in a void, if that makes sense. The voice? Oh, a void. A void. No, um, not my voice. Mm -mm. A void with a D. Lack Which is D. not that you have any D right now, but... <laughs> yeah. It's like I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just... Yeah. Am, we're never getting there. Right. <laughs> it won't happen. Well, keep looking at the stars, darling. You'll never be one. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? <laughs> Aim for the moon. Maybe you'll land yeah. among the stars. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mars rover did. Let's talk. Our new Let's... inspirational Round podcast. of applause for new gay icon, NASA <laughs> Perseverance rover. <laughs> Give it up for her. Isn't she amazing? <laughs> I want to know why she didn't take me with her. The rover is hovering around just like, isn't this planet beautiful? (laughs) (laughs) It's what ours is going to look like in fucking a year. Oh, I know it. I know it. I loved the tweet that was like, um, the first picture from Mars, isn't it so beautiful? And it was just like a blurry sun and like (laughs) dust. (laughs) It was like... like me taking a picture of the moon every time i see those tweets i always try and get excited and i'm like well it's rocks but you know maybe eventually it'll look more exciting but the the atmosphere looked exciting it looked very northern lightsy yeah (laughs) but the stars in the sky feel like home home. man on the mars coming soon (laughs) oh lord uh, well, well, yeah, um, that about sums it up. Um, anyway, yep, yep. as always, we would like to give a shout out and a thank you to all of our Patreon Legends Only fans over on patreon.com slash Legends Only, who, you know, now um, at this point, all of you literally get to scream at me. <laughs> we pay your bills. <laughs> I saw someone joke about it on Discord, and I was like, you know what? She's got a point a little bit. It's actually true now, so here you go. Dance, (laughs) monkey, dance. Partially. Partially. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We have a gig. Yeah. We we have gigs. Um, Yes, I do have a new gig. Um, (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for the, you know, words of encouragement and support and everything. Um, Telling everyone that you or that I quit my job in the middle of a pandemic uh, didn't necessarily go over well with most people who don't really understand it. But mm. um, I do have a new gig. I'm switched over to working for American Idol. Do people jump in your DMs? Yeah, with opinions. Oh. oh, I love those. I love opinions. I can't get enough, and I hope more people give me them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, here's the next hour of our opinions unsolicited. Yeah, literally. Um, No, but like, thank you to the Patreon Legends Only fans. Yes, you guys are like helping me out. I'm going to be fine. I'm like, like, I got a new gig part time. I'm scaling back. I couldn't handle working 24-7, seven days a week anymore. It's just like kind of a lot. uh, Long story short. But um, yeah, I'm working for American Idol now, which um, I haven't watched in a really long time. And so I'm getting back into it. And it's light, it's fun, it's music, there's really good singers, I don't have to worry about politics and news and breaking news stories and work till one in the morning anymore. You know, it's just a different vibe, which was much needed after five years in the late night space. It gets a little um, taxing. Yeah, I understand that. I know a thing or two about working in breaking news. Yeah. I think it's broken is my brain. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, it, like there's a guy on this week who sings Diamonds by Rihanna. And I was like crying. I was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Aww. But um, yeah, getting back into the reality TV world. But anywho, that enough about me. Um, Until you get into the remake of The Swan coming soon. <laughs> oh, 
literally where it's just me getting (laughs) a new procedure every week. (laughs) The clown. (laughs) (sighs) Yes. Thank you, everyone, at patreon.com slash legends only. We will be having more content coming very soon. Uh, now that T. Kyle has some time, to, as you may or may not know, he is our producer. So, you know. Executive. Having, executive producer, yeah. He was actually recently promoted. <laughs> oh. oh, you're back now. I'm back now. Um, I like yeah. that you were holding still for that, though. You were like, <laughs> pause. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to reiterate, we are now working on Zoom. Uh, we just entered the 21st century, and now we can see each other, and we are recording that way. And sometimes I like to check in and out, which is pretty accurate to me in general. So uh, sometimes I'll go away, and then I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. But um, no, we are testing new things. We're trying new stuff out, and we're going to be reworking the Patreon tiers soon. We're going to be adding a third. Um, a third tier, um, you know, sometimes if you say we're adding a third in Gaysling, that's like means something else. <laughs> Gaysling. Yeah, remixed, remastered, still iconic on Patreon. Cool. Well, um, anyway, enough about me. Uh, Brad, I heard that you had some breaking culinary news to report this week. Oh, that's right. That is right. Yes. Um Finally, you know, two months late to the trend, I got my hands on a box. No, a, what do you call it? A bushel? A barrel? Um, I think you called it a sleeve. Yeah. A sleeve of Chromatica Oreos. I I tried it. I tasted it. Um, I can confirm it vaguely smells like Play-Doh. It tastes basically like a golden Oreo, just with a lot of food coloring. I give it a solid 4.5 out of 10. Would try again, but not really. It was fine. It's just, you know, it's, uh, have you had like a, it's it's like a golden Oreo? They're just like lighter. Yeah, I think golden Oreos are disgusting. (laughs) It defeats the point. Right, and that basically is... It's not golden, of... it's yellow. No, they're like, they're orange and green. So, anyway, I had about three more after that. I think that they are fine, but uh, I like the packaging. Um, I, I, I definitely like the beat. I thought the beat was good. And, uh, yeah, that's basically where we're at with that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I knew that was riveting. <laughs> Tune in I mean, to it's Food truly, Network, Brad's it's the new bat show, signal. coming soon. It's become a bat signal for gays, and everyone just makes TikToks about, like, you know, acquiring a Chromatica Oreos, and now there's Chromatica Oreo recipes, and it's really gotten out of hand, and it really just shows the power of a fan base who is so bored that they have nothing else better to do but to stan Oreos because their fave won't promote their album. Inspiring, really. I was just going to say, at least someone is putting effort into Chromatica here. I'm kidding, Stephanie. I'm joking. You know what? She saved the world last year. She can, we'll cut her some slack. So, oh, my washing machine. (laughs) Oh, is your mom doing your laundry? (laughs) This is actually a preview of LG7. (laughs) A thousand cycles. I can't. Well, um, (laughs) from Brad's laundry room to the runway, shall we discuss fashion, ladies? 
Oh, fashion? Head yeah. High fashion. <laughs> oh, so auditorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. Okay, so because literally no one is doing absolutely anything, this week I thought we should discuss our Drag Race Picks of the Week. No spoilers, so oh. you, know, you don't have to fast forward. Right. But um, right, Brad, right, why don't right. you share... Who was your pick this week? Oh, I'm going to have to go across the pond once again. Uh, I'm going to go over to the UK. I'm going to pick Miss Bimini Bamboulash for her amoeba outfit, giving you Alexander McQueen, Iris, sort of like, uh, what, what did she describe? Like a bacteria, protozoa. Um, I was very into that look. I definitely thought that was a very fashionable look. We are frightened of Cornova. <laughs> Yeah, it really did. Um, it really predicted Cornova with that with that outfit, um, and just generally, also her Katie Price, uh, mm-hmm. very high fashion. Love that look. <laughs> um, and uh, for thirteen, the U.S., um, I will give it to. I actually really enjoyed Gottmik's crash test dummy. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and if you catch it. Ah, uh, wait, that's a spoiler. She has a very funny moment at the end of the episode unintentionally when trying to cheer a contestant up and she gets spooked. It's just like a very funny in the background moment. But shout out to Gottmik. Gagatrandra. 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 Or Gottmik, as Trixie says in her uh, recaps every week. <laughs> she keeps getting it wrong and everyone's making fun of her. Not that we've ever said a word wrong. <laughs> well, Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Never mind. We spent the first half of the Britney podcast saying conservatorship sincerely. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's a memory I don't wish to recall. Anyway, I also turn. spent the first half of the Britney podcast sounding like a man. Like, what the hell? I don't know. I think there was a vocal edit on that that you didn't tell me about. There absolutely was not. <laughs> I literally sound like Good Morning America for the first at least seven or eight episodes of that podcast. Anyway. That's true. Anyway. Shout out to our other podcast. Happy two-year anniversary of the finale. Um. Anyway, oh, yeah. what were we talking about? Oh, my pick for Drag Race this week. Also, I'm going to say Got Mick. I, I agree, obviously. And I have a new pick for the winner. I, I switched my fave again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I'm going to say... Maybe I'll just say top three because I don't want, you know, anyone to start dragging me. But Got Mick, at first I was kind of like, mm. But now, like after the anal bead mic moment, well, it wasn't really anal bead mic, but it was like after that look and then this week's look, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, now I'm really starting to see like I'm getting it now. Like I'm like, right. ooh, okay. Right. Oh, but so I think who's Snatch your top game, three? Um, hmm. Got Mick, Simone, and Olivia. Okay, I see that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. My top three is going to be Simone Gottmik, Olivia, with Utica kind of riding close as possible dark horse. But I think they're setting up Denali and Rose to have a like theater queen explosion between the two of them, and maybe they'll both eliminate each other just from their like sheer wanting this because that rusical. I thought Rosé was going to stab someone. I would be perfectly fine never hearing a musical ever again in my entire life. I don't want it. I don't need a musical. I don't want a musical. We are very outspoken. Um, I I personally do not care for musicals. Uh, that did not make me feel like I want to see a musical, except for Burlesque. 
Um, the lyrics really went off the deep end by the time we got into Russia. I just, uh, you know, I liked the Rats musical for the UK, though. Love a good musical about rats. Love a rat episode. But anyway, without getting into too many of the details for people who haven't seen it, I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, Gottmik was my pick. Yeah. Um, totally random, not in the notes, but someone had tweeted us to do the Cruella poster as a high fashion <laughs> moment. Is that a musical? No, no. I think that's a, just a live action of telling the origin story of Cruella, which is insane because she's just this evil woman who kills puppies. So like, I don't understand. Are Wait, they going to make kills her- them? That's what her coat is. She's got the Dalmatian coat. She's like one of the most evil Disney villains. Okay, I've never seen it. So I was like... Uh, Well, um, she's like the Deville. She's literally the devil. I just don't understand. Are they going to like endear her to us? Is it going to be like a Maleficent situation? Is it going to be like Joker? Because it kind of seems like it's Joker right now. Cruella de Conway. (laughs) It's going to be like a British accent spiral into madness situation. I don't know, but... I did like her little reveal at the party. Everyone was like, oh my God, drag race could never. <laughs> did you see that? Did you I watch had no idea. No, oh. I'm like not interested. I also had no idea that she literally collected dogs to turn them into a coat. Like that's news to me. Okay. Well, she's a, uh, she's a villain and uh, there could be 101 Dalmatians in a room and she wants to make them into a coat. So... <laughs> Honestly, we need to do like an episode where we just put every Disney movie title and we go down the list and we try and explain what we think the plot is. <laughs> that would end uh, very poorly, but I do think it would be a good idea. Oh. Yeah. I thought she was saving them anyway. Oh, no. No, no. <sighs> anyway, Cruella, you do need to watch the trailer. Okay, I'll look that one up. Yeah, you have to look that one up. Well, from cinematic movies to books, um, (laughs) other works of art. To cinematic Um, books. Yeah, from the cinema to the literature. No, that's not. Whatever. It's the library. Rihanna is back with no more music, but a new book that is really expensive. Oh, it's the same book. It's just bigger now. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's the same book that I own already that I took on the MTA that was like the size of me, but now it's queen size. And so she like displayed it next to a pool, which that is not, you know, you're gonna get those pages wet. Um, It's just like bigger. It's like human size in case you need that, which I do need it technically, but um, it's just this, you know, it's pictures of her. It's a lot of pictures of her. Isn't it like $1,500? Yes, which is a small price to pay, but if you need it for your home, you know, many people are bored in the pandemic and they say, all right, I need 500 pictures of this woman the size of me, <laughs> which honestly, no, I don't blame If I'm people. spending $1,500 on a Rihanna book, I want at least one instrumental from a new song. <laughs> Enhanced CD. Well, we are not allowed to criticize or judge right now. It is literally Rihanna's birthday as we speak. Pisces Queen, a holy day. The blessings that we have received, we are grateful. We are unalopagetic. We stand forever. (laughs) And uh, one day we will have a Rihanna album. Today is not that day. I love that the unalopagetic tweet is still on Twitter. (laughs) 
It better never go away. It's perfect. Bye, unalopagetic, everyone. I also didn't know that she was a Pisces. I mean, I guess I could have looked it up, but... Yeah, there you go. Born on the same day as Kurt Cobain and Olivia Rodrigo. Two legends of pop. (laughs) (laughs) What are you? You're an Aquarius, right? No, I'm a Capricorn, which means I'm um, overly serious, sarcastic, and a goat. (laughs) And you're a Gemini. Makes me a Gemini. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really think I need to explain much there. Um, No, no, I think people are going to hear that and be like, I get it. I'm a good Gemini, though. I'm a May Gemini. There's a very big difference. Is there? Because I'm on the cusp of Taurus, which Uh also makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I say things about my sign like I know anything, but I don't. I just don't believe it. But then I'm also like, oh, that's so me, a Capricorn. But I also don't. It's complicated. And honestly, ever since this Marin Altman fallout on TikTok, I just, I'm very sensitive to all things astrology and I don't know who to trust anymore. (laughs) I believe all of it. I'm like, I can never make decisions. I'm hot and cold, but I'm also on the cusp of Taurus. So like, don't fuck with me. Uh Um, Yeah, that's me. And I'm also really creative and I can be really outgoing, but also like want to be left alone. And a little bit of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not two-faced. I'm blonde. Everyone's... I'm skinny. <laughs> bronzer. Fucking bronzer. <laughs> Basically her. Basically. Um, anyway. So that is our high fashion picks for the week. Uh, literally no one's doing anything. So there's like nothing else to talk about. Um, oh, I have one also. I will say, and we're going to oh. talk about it later. I'm going to give it up to Calandria Roland who has a beautiful red outfit in her music video for Flowers, which we will discuss later, but Christian Siriano. She's an icon, but she's not somebody that you think about all the time. And we are dismantling that. She's somebody that I think think about about all the time. time. I'm talking about everyone at home listening. As a Roland Stone, I have always defended and supported Kelly. So she, we will get into it. But yeah, her look in the red and also that purple and yellow dress. Very good. Just very good. We will discuss more with Collegend, Road Legends in a little bit. But um, <laughs> we do have some new music this week, starting with the legendary Mariah Carey finally put her, well, not mm. finally, it's been like two days. Yeah. Um, she put her seven minute We Belong Together remix from like last Thank week God. on streaming. Fashionably late, Valentine's Day late night mix. Yeah, I mean, it's like she knows what she's doing. She's continuing the MC30 iconicness. She is. And this is such a an interesting mix. It goes from like the R&B, like classic version of the song. It gets into like arena rock with some crashing drums. It goes gospel. We're taking a church. And then... It like detours again into more like experimental territory. It's very ambitious. I love it. She's clearly feeling creative. Do we think she's going to do electronic? No, uh, I wish. Um, <laughs> the one. Oh my gosh! I what one am I thinking of? Not Emancipation of Mimi. Um. Oh my god! I'm completely blanking. Sunset. Sun. She's like skinny as a legend. Me. I elusive am Mariah, The elusive yes. Chanteuse. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> do we think she's going to do a MC30 celebration of that soon? I guess so, because right now we're at E equals MC squared, I think is the last that we've had. So we're getting there. Because I would like to scream justice for Meteorite 
And also, you don't know what to do. True. Let's talk about disco. Hello. It's right there. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. <sighs> bops. Underrated bops. Um, okay, so speaking of bops, Brad, why don't you let the girls know what your picks for the week are? Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> I do have an album, which I and other people have declared the first, I think, truly great dance album of the year, which is S.G. Lewis Times, all under case times. Uh, this is the same producer, singer-songwriter who gave us Dua Lipa's Hallucinate. Uh, he is one-third of Victoria Monet and Khalid's experience, and he continuously has given us bops over the years as a producer, remixer, made some EPs, and he finally made his debut uh, this past week with Times, and it is phenomenal. There's a lot of songs that were released already that I might have mentioned already, like the Robin um, Impact song, uh, and there's one with Niall Rogers. One more. That one is fantastic. Uh, the whole album, it's just 10 tracks, start to finish. It's supposed to evoke disco, which some of the Drag Race girls should listen and look that one up. And oh. it's supposed to be about re, you know, re- experiencing those feelings of going out clubbing partying meeting somebody on the dance floor and it totally does that and i think you know he's label mates with jesse ware and disclosure and i feel like it gives me the same vibes as the time that i that we heard uh disclosure debut in like 2013 so i just totally am into it and i think this is going to be like the beginning of him popping off calvin harris style or diplo style of like sg lewis becomes the go-to producer for all the cool girls like i really think we're about to see a moment i love it i think it's so good i love um heartbreak on the dance floor is the one that i have on repeat as of like all afternoon that's the also, one like i'm impact is good and also feed the fire i really like but as a whole uh-huh. yeah it's you know, Brad, I will say you've got pretty good taste. It's almost like maybe you should start a blog or something. No, no, blogs are old. That is so 2010. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, so I highly, highly recommend that. The next one is a personal pick because I just did the interview with her. Um, we've been talking about Drag Race UK a lot. I had the wonderful opportunity to run an interview through with the one and only Miss Tia Coffey, uh, Drag Race UK legend. She served a more than adequate bop in the form of Outside In, which was created by Legends Only fave Tom Aspall and Little Boots. And honestly, you know, Drag Race Girls, as far as the Drag Race songs go, I would say it is one of the better offerings that we've actually gotten. It's surprisingly sincere and very good for the club and a dance floor song and i tend to prefer a rue girl who who goes serious versus like yes slay mama hunty songs or like joke songs so i'm kind of i'm into it okay i'm looking that one up (laughs) speaking of rue girls yeah um yeah no definitely check that out check out the interview she's very funny and uh yeah so that was a cool little moment also to just be able to do an interview because i um you know i've lost the passion to like do anything so it was nice to just remind myself that i can uh still do those things so (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and finally speaking of i'm gonna look that one up it's charlie xcx everyone (laughs) she has teamed up with 
Elio? Elio? I don't even know how to say it in person yet because I haven't heard it uttered aloud. As you know, when these things are internet sensations, I don't actually know what to say out loud. I think Elio. Uh, it's a song called Charger. And it's about Elio you know, with no two T's. Elio with no two T's. <laughs> Literally. Uh, thank you. Yes, the song's called Charger. And it's about, you know, leaving your charger at a man's house. Uh, we've all been there. It's been a dilemma. And, uh, you know, the song is a very good ode to that. It's a, gr- it's a really good pop song, actually. And Charlie hopped on and gave it her own little bleep bloop flavor. <laughs> so it's good. Can't say that I've ever had that dilemma, to be honest. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I absolutely have. Um, no. I just buy a new one. I can't. I can't be bothered. <laughs> yep. Nope. Not me. Um, well, we have different different experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do. I'm the kind of guy who packs their own like portable charger. I don't need to rely on a man's outlet in a wall to charge my phone. And I have taken out my contacts in two separate cups in a stranger's house uh, <laughs> with. With liquid that from leftover from like five years ago that they had under their like sink. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> um, choices were made throughout the entirety of living in New York. So, and don't you miss it? I really do. I really do. I might do things a little differently this time around when I'm back, but I miss it. I can't wait to start making those poor choices again. Absolutely. Well, no, it isn't a poor choice. What? Listening to our next recommendation, the next album that we're going to talk about, or EP, from Kelly Rowe Legend is um, ironically called, which is pretty much sums up my entire life right now, is just the letter K. <laughs> it's very K. Yes, yeah, like I agree. K. Yes. Kelly has surprised us with a five track. Is it five track or six track? It is six track set of bops, including one that she released already, at least one, um, Crazy, which is her kind of disco moment. Um, And lead single, Flowers, where she released a music video, um, which is very um, emotional, actually. It's about, you know, giving the people in your life their flowers. You know, we say that we actually have used that term before a lot on this podcast. You know, the terms, much like elephant in the room, we kind of brought that term over for the first time. So it's good to see that we're kind of the first pioneers of giving people flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone remember? Girl, don't be hitting me with flowers. <laughs> Charm yes, school reference, um, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a different side of Kelly. Uh, this is more almost like... Um, Closer to, I would, and I don't like making the comparisons because I think they're very different, but it actually does remind me a lot more of like what Beyonce has been doing from like Lemonade onward, which is a lot more autobiographical and sort of um, just more personal. Yeah, it feels more artistic versus making like a radio single. When Love Takes Over, Commander, which don't get me wrong, live forever. But, you know, speaking of, she's not, let me just say know. something here. Um, now, I also agree. This is like a very artistic moment. Love it. I love Hitman. I love Crazy. But I do feel like Kelly Rowland is like a house diva queen. Yeah. Justice for Commander. I need them to put the music video in HD on YouTube. Yeah, they uh, they definitely need to do that. We need Here I Am representation. We need... 
a lot of respect on Kelly's name for her many contributions to the dance community. She really was such a reliable source of bops. Um, and now she's kind of, you know... Ahead of her time. Going, yes. Now we're going more left lane. Like, she has done a lot of icy R&B, like ice, literally, and motivation. But we had so many great, great dance songs from her. Know what I really want to do? And I wonder if this will work and everyone will get so mad at me. Alexa, play Commander by Kelly Rowland. Everyone listening, all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, um, that is an evil genius plan. Hey, Google, play Commander by Kelly Rowland. Uh, people are definitely going to say that week. it set it off on their house. Yeah, for I sure. I hope it does, and you can thank me later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so shout out to Kelly. Go check out K, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> K, I'm going to look that one up, okay? <laughs> um, okay, so our next album this week, which is honestly uh, just as short as this week's episode since there's literally nothing <laughs> going on. Ariana Grande released Positions Deluxe, which I personally think is misleading. Yeah. yeah d- deluxe would imply that there is a song that lasts longer than two minutes. So uh, it, it's a it's a sampler. It is a deluxe sampler. I would call it extended because to me, yeah. I feel like the word, when I hear the word deluxe, I think that I'm getting French fries with it, right? Mm-hmm. And French mm-hmm. fries are always the best part. Mm-hmm. This is not that. So this is not, no, no. this is no. like a, mm. you know, sort of like Miss Peep. I feel like there was a misunderstanding of the assignment. Uh, granted, you know, I don't, they're not bad. I, and to be fair, everyone can do whatever the hell they want as an artist. And if this is Ariana's journey is to create two minute ringtone bops, then that is her journey. But I just feel as though the people deserve a proper 330 song that should go about 330 to four minutes. I don't understand this, except I also do understand this because of Old Town Road and all the other songs that are getting tons of streams for being 2 to 2.30. Obviously, the replay value is high, so your streaming goes up. However, I think that takes away from the overall quality of the production. And I think you end up having a Rihanna birthday cake interlude moment where you're so hungry for the full thing. And granted, that one did eventually come out. But like these are like, come on. It's like... The whole five tracks, six tracks goes by in 10 minutes minus the remix. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. And the remix is like, we had it already. And that that is a song we know already. So it's like, that doesn't count. And then these are like an interlude and then two minute bops. I will say I like Test Drive. Yeah. And worst, worst Behavior is definitely the one that I think is my favorite. But who would know? I hardly heard it. It went by too fast. I know. I couldn't even tell the difference. I was like, oh, is that the same song like what yeah i just uh like i this is her current groove this is her current thing and that's what she's doing and that's cool but i don't really feel like it is substantial or really will hold the test of time to have these two minute songs i just i mean not to like compare to women but like um when you have dua who's made her album last five fucking years versus positions which is going the distance because of the song positions and 34 35 I just think it's, you know, like, let's let's slow it down a little bit. Let's let's make these songs songs. I don't know. Know what she How should do? do? She should just put one of the tracks that's just called Yeah, and just it, it's three seconds long. And it's just, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that's it. Like, it's just in between 
and it has like a thousand million streams because it's I mean she really should and all the stands can put it on repeat it's true I just feel that it's kind of a streaming grab more than like anything meaty but I do again really like what worst behavior was shaping up to be and test drive it's just and I'm fine being like old and irrelevant now and like maybe this is just me being grumpy about it but it's just not my thing to have five songs go by in 10 minutes that's just she could also put up um the tiktok remix of uh i've been drinking coffee and i've been drinking coffee yeah and i've been drinking coffee (laughs) yeah yeah she is a tiktok hit and to be honest i mean isn't that also what it's appealing to is like little bits and pieces it's all the game for memification that's what it is also i have to confess because i totally got busted in an episode because i sang it just like normally um i thought the entire time that 34 plus 35 was ready for the diva (laughs) and then everyone's like what are you what are you singing and i'm like what do you mean and they're like it's 34 35 and i was like no it's not like this because it literally sounds like ready for the diva to be fair, of all the divas, Ariana is not exactly the one that has the best enunciation. So you are forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all Fully right. believed that I just... for like the entire time until someone called me out. <laughs> I don't know. I just, she's a short, she's a short one. But uh, it's nice that there's some extra bits and pieces for the Arianators to enjoy. Yeah, it's not like she's going on tour with this, too. I was also like, eh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what the hell anybody's doing with that. But, you know, it's a nice little, um, it's a crumb for the fans to have. (laughs) I will give you a crumb of new music. Um, Oh, well. Oh, well, you know. But that's that's pretty much like all that happened this week. Yeah, there's, there was nothing. There was, I, I, And that's all for this week. Okay, bye. (laughs) I really feel like I'm trying to rack my brain for things that happened that were substantial of any kind. Twitter went wild with a meme of um, rent was due. The rent was due meme lived and died. Yeah, basically me right now. (laughs) Yeah, it it was a bit of a quieter week, which honestly, I'm not that mad at. Uh, Sometimes I don't need breaking news. It is kind of nice not to, you know, constantly feel like, anyway. Um, I also feel like people are starting to realize that, like, oh, uh, we're not going to be touring this summer. So, like, pump the brakes. Um, I saw that The weekend is not going back on tour till 2022. I think, did Celine Dion reschedule again? And, like, Little Mix? I think so. And... And I do think, you know, everyone's like, where's all the new music? And I'm thinking... That people are really taking their time slash pumping the brakes at this point because it doesn't feel normal anymore. Like now I feel like the new releases are pretty staggered and sparse because I think people are like, well, I'm not going to be able to tour this one or this one. Yeah. But we're getting there. We are opening, for better or worse, arenas and stadiums in New York City beginning February 23rd at 10% capacity with testing, which is an interesting choice but i guess we will see how that turns out um vaccinations are still happening and this i mean it is it's gonna be a slow and steady opening so i guess this is the beginning (laughs) 
The Cascade concert has not been canceled yet. When's that? It is May. Um, it is on Saturday, May 29th at an outdoor venue. So I don't know. That's like what? May, April, March, three months from now. I don't well, know. Well, I feel like you But it are is outdoors too. Like I feel like we both actually are qualified to have the um the next round of vaccines because of asthma and immuno things. So I feel like maybe by March or April we'll have our vaccines and who knows, maybe we'll be at Cascade. Oh, I just wanna go shake my ass. <laughs> shake my vaccinated ass. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, everyone, we hope that you're Hanging in there. I know. I feel like people are really going through it this week. Um, sure I don't know about are. you, but like a lot of people, I feel like they're saying that they're hitting a wall this month. Like, oh, yeah, the holidays. Right into it. Oh, yeah. I broke like, my nose on the wall. Fully face first into the wall. The wall then took its own brick, smashed me over the head with it, and then fell on top of me. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's something else. It's so. It's tough, but, you know, I think what's important is, like, talking about it, whether it's, like, with your friends or a therapist or family or whatever, loved ones, us, whoever it is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think we we come together here every week, and I think people appreciate it. And being honest with y'all that, like, we're going through it and we feel it, too. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's helpful. I think it's helpful. I feel vulnerable when I say those things online because online is not a friendly place to say that you're feeling anxiety or anything like that but I do think that it is helpful for other people who feel the same and whenever I see somebody else say it I say oh okay I feel a little less like alone in this and everyone's just like totally losing it right now too right okay good I feel not so bad anymore but you know um yeah I definitely feel like more the more than ever I'm kind of hitting the wall of feeling like Groundhog's Day and I'm just kind of like you know just taking it day by day and trying to find the um the the joys in day-to-day life rather than just waiting for the next day the next day the next day because that that is like not super conducive to a healthy mindset and uh we will get there it's uh it's always darkest before the dawn so i do feel like we are on the brink we are the light is at the end of the tunnel and we just gotta hold on and get there and we will so which is a that's a bop uh, that lyric um i love this ted talk um Mm -hmm. the song sunset by the midnight it's always darkest before the dawn it's always a I'm Florence like, and the Machine yeah. lyric, too. Yeah. Oh, that's probably where they got yeah, it from. Well, you know, it's a saying that isn't said very much, but so I'm pretty honored to be the first <laughs> to say it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're going to have to make that a sound clip on the board of uh, Alexandra Burke saying, I've never heard anyone say that before, so. <laughs> Legends only. Oh, my God, I can't believe we invented that. We did. We really did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, is there anything else we would like to discuss this week? Anything you want to say to the girls? Oh, I know. Oh. This week, tweet us what deep dive you would like to see from us on Patreon. I have an idea of like what I think our first one will be because I think it fits in really well. I haven't told you this yet, but like okay. we're bringing back the deep dives on Patreon. And so um, let us know like what type of things you would like us to get into it doesn't even have to be music. Like I've heard, I've people have sent me DMs or like, oh my god, do 
a financial episode. Like I'd be so interested to hear from you guys. And I was like, okay, like an astrology deep dive, whatever you want, let us know. Tweet us at legends only underscore pod or at T Kyle Mac at Moomoos or mute muse and let us know. Yeah. Do that so that we can offer up an array of content. (laughs) And also see who's out there because it's like, it feels like everything feels like a void. Yes, that too. (laughs) All right. Well, this episode is a little short, but so is Ariana Grande's new deluxe album. So don't drag us. Um, That's what, that's exactly how we modeled it. We were inspired. (laughs) 34, 35. See you next week. Yeah, 34 seconds. Um, (laughs) Well, thank you everyone for listening and for supporting us throughout this journey. We hope you're doing well and that you are safe and hanging in there. And until next week, we will see you on Discord, but we will also see you soon. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.